0: Today's episode of Clean Up on Isle Fun is not brought to you by the following products. RX Bar, a delicious nutrition bar, Ugh, oh boy, uh, that, geez, I shouldn't have, I took, a, I took like a sip of uh, uh, milk, well it wasn't milk, I'm not sitting here drinking milk, doing a podcast and drinking a protein shake that has whole milk in it, uh, just coating my vocal cords in a nice uh, lactic film right before starting. Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, RX bars are great, though. They, uh, come in a wide variety of creative flavors that actually taste like the things that they're supposed to taste like. Uh, they're not, they're not gilding the lily by saying, like, chocolate brownie batter. It's none of that bullshit. Uh, it says blueberry tastes like blueberry. Um, chocolate hazelnut tastes like chocolate hazelnut. It's, uh, you know, the slogan is no BS, and I, I really feel that way. It's not, um, You know, you're not. They're not trying to tell you that you're having like a slice of cake or something like that. We all know the arrangement. You're having an RX bar. You want a little healthy snack, and that's what you're gonna get. So you know, great for them. Uh, We're also not brought to you by Talenti Gelato. I just bought a a pint of the fudge brownie. Uh, Is that the flavor? Fudge brownie. Last night I ate like half of it. It's the finest, you know, gelato that you're gonna find this side of uh, Italy. Um i think i mean at least in the grocery st- as far as the grocery store goes i shouldn't immediately second guess it how am i actually going to get the sponsorship if they if they hear me second guessing the nice things that i'm saying about them it's great stuff it's very delicious it's I feel i feel like it's better for you it's probably not but in my mind i lump it in with like frozen yogurt it's like it's not as bad as it's probably it's like more eggs is that what gelato is? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, go ahead and get yourself, uh, some Talenti. Uh, Ample Hills Creamery, another ice cream product. They are, um, they're fantastic. A great local business, a Brooklyn-based company. Their name comes from, uh, I recently found this out, a, a Walt Whitman poem. Or maybe it was just a quote from a book that he wrote. Um, but he wrote a lot of poetry, so I'm gonna go ahead and assume it's a poem. Something about these Ample Hills are filled with wheat. I don't know. Uh, but... Ample Hills is great, I haven't had Ample Hills in um, a couple of weeks because the last couple stores I've gone to have not had it, so I look forward to the day where I can try more. And then most importantly, we are not brought to you by Kerrygold Irish Butter. I only grease my skillet with the finest, and that is Kerrygold Irish Butter. And that's no joke, I actually made some flapjacks this morning, and I uh, threw some Kerrygold in the pan to uh, get it all nice and ready for uh, the batter. Uh, and it's good stuff. Grass-fed cows, uh, Irish, um, Irish butter. And by, butter's a very Irish thing, right? It goes on. Um, it goes on potatoes. Uh, you could probably, you could probably like melt a little butter and throw it in your Guinness and might uh, give it an extra, like an, an additional uh, creamy, creamy taste. I'm speaking in very broad, broad platitudes, like potatoes and Guinness. This is like. A, uh, it's a too broad of a, p- a picture of uh, Irish uh, culture uh, If I continue down this road I'll, you know, teleport into a peat bog Where, you know, James Joyce will ask me How's the crack? I think that's a phrase Is that a phrase that the Irish people use? How's the crack? Someone told me it means, like, um, how's the fun? Uh, which, I don't know if that's, like, a direct translation I think crack is fun in Gaelic But the phrase means, like, how you doing? Or something like that I'll tell you what, today my crack is good because I started my day with Kerrygold Irish butter. All right, here we go. Welcome to Clean Up on Isle Fun, the podcast about reviewing grocery stores that nobody asked for. They say dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Uh, so I'm I decided to start with some of those advertisements so that i can record the podcasts that i want and not the podcasts that i have and what i want as i made it clear last episode is to be the first podcast to be sponsored by a butter company and uh, my many thanks to um friend the friends and family who have uh taken up the mantle of uh, pestering <laughs> is it pestering i hope it's not encouraging this i'm not trying to bother anybody. Encouraging the good people at Gold Irish Butter uh, to maybe uh, look my way for some sort of a, some sort of a sponsorship or, I don't know, a promotional tie-in or something like that. I sent them a very long email and uh, related on the, uh, direct messages on Instagram from my official account, uh, at Cleanup on Aisle Fund, which you can follow on Instagram, and uh, just sort of outlining my feelings about them. And uh, what I, you know, what could possibly be in store? I told them I'd be willing to say anything that they wanted, or I could just come up with my own stuff. I don't know, but uh, you know, I uh, I noticed that they they have they have the seen the the DMs, um, the read receipts are on, so I know that they are at least someone is aware of me there. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll keep up, I'll keep up this courtship. Right now I'm, you know, throwing, throwing pebbles at the windowsill, uh, trying to get Kerry Gold to come, uh, come, come over and take a look. And, uh, you know, if necessary, I'll bring the boom box over John Cusack that, or grab a barbershop quartet, sing on Moonlight Bay. Is that how people do that? Still? that's my that's my version that's 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 in my mind that's that's what courtship is when i think of uh courting at least in the in the way that uh people talk about uh when when i hear the term courting i'd be curious to see if that still works here's um here's what I'll present i will present the uh the clean up on aisle fun uh hashtag uh, uh, courtship challenge if you are out there and there is uh uh, a gal or a fella or someone on the gender non-binary spectrum who has caught your eye and uh, that you're perhaps a little sweet on. Here's what I would suggest. Now within uh, within legal safety and um, the 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 barriers of polite society, find a, a public domain song, uh, perhaps by, uh, who wrote, who wrote that, that kind of, it was like Scott Joplin. Uh, I wanted to say John Philip Sousa, but I believe his work was mostly with, uh, horns and, and, uh, big drums and, and stuff. Uh, find, you know, one of these, I don't know, like, uh, like Buffalo Gals or, uh, uh, an old, an old, an old, an old song. <laughs> find yourself a straw boater hat. Uh, which is stylish for anybody. Go over to their place of residence, maybe stand on the sidewalk, keep a, I don't uh, don't trespass, and sing sing a song at night and let me know how it goes. Um, if you make it to a first date, I will pay for uh, your drinks, not the entree. let's let's not be ridiculous here. Um, but you can uh, you can hold me to that. Um, email me. Uh, so that's, yeah, so ch- ch- chime in with your your hashtag, um, your hashtag courtship challenge. Doesn't count if you're already in a relationship and you're just some of my two dirtbag friends trying to get me to buy drinks for you, okay? Uh, this needs to be, this needs to be true love. Not true love, true affection. Or it could be love. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so yeah, welcome, welcome to uh, uh, Clean Up on aisle Fun. We got another episode for you this week. I... Decided to try another place that I have never been to before, and that is uh, Morton Williams grocery stores. This is a Manhattan-based chain uh, to which I have I've never shopped there. I have passed by them on occasion. I have no dog in the fight, just a curious eye and an inquisitive uh, inquisitive mind. And so I uh, I took a took a peek into one of their stores, but first, let's see what they have to say. Uh, I feel like I might be lumping these uh these stores in with the sort of Gristiti's crowd of uh as I talked about last week it is not a, it's a, like a store of convenience this isn't doesn't seem so much to be a uh, a destination kind of store in the way that like a Whole Foods might um but rather you know a neighbor a neighborhood spot to you know get whatever you need and I think that they are aware of that um because As far as like company history or something, uh, they don't seem to have, you know, they're not talking about that much on their website. Just the quick description that they give is, uh, Morton Williams is a family-owned and operated food retailer of 15 stores in the New York metropolitan area Uh, in business since 1946. Each store is designed to reflect the needs of the individual neighborhood. So I think they get what they're about uh, in, in a way that I did not. That I did not get from the uh rambling essay on the Gristides website. Um and I will say my experience at this particular Morton Williams did seem uh reflective of that. Uh and I'll I'll show my hand a little bit here. I think uh Morton Williams, at least the location that I went to, does what Gristides is trying to do, but that's just much, much better i i uh i was i was i was pretty pleased i was pretty impressed so the location that i um went to was on park avenue south like in between 21st and 22nd so a little north of uh union square and such and uh this uh from the street it's like a big neon sign that says morton williams which caught my eye because you don't see a a ton of like neon in grocery stores anymore uh but this seemed it was part definitely part of the aesthetic you walk in and you you, there's like a little landing area and you walk up the steps the registers are immediately to your left produce is straight ahead and uh you know i recall with gristides i i thought i thought it felt like uh, a place that was like frozen in time and this sort of did as well. There was like neon signs all over the place, like the this weird stuff hanging from the ceiling, old tiles and stuff like that, but it looked it looked clean and like nice and not dumpy in the way that Cristadis did. It felt it felt to me almost like the um it's almost like the the restaurant that was it a restaurant or just a, I guess, a fast food establishment, perhaps, where they hung out on Saved by the Bell? I just, that, that for some reason, that's the visual that came to mind, what well, with the the general aesthetic of the place, uh, but with more like blues and reds. Whereas I feel like Saved by the Bell, I thought that was more of a, what was the, what was the color palette there? Like a, like a lighter blue and like a pink, maybe? I don't know. I just, uh, I just, I, I, I don't have the strongest memories of that show. It was, the the, the reruns were on, when, like, right, they they started at like eight a.m., which was when I was like gone or, or or about to leave for school. So if I was watching Saved by the Bell, that meant it was a snow day or I was ill, kind of like a yeah, kind of like The Price is Right or something like that. It was like a snow day show. Uh, very entertaining though, you know. Anyway, so th- they were not operating with a ton of space. I think the square footage of this joint was less. Than that of Christides, but you know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say it and and no, it is it is fine that I'm comparing these two because I feel like they are at similar price points and uh similar sort of vibe. They used the space, they used less space much in a much more effective way than the Christides that I went to last week. I was really impressed. This produce section was like the size of a postage stamp. Yet they had a great selection of a variety of greens. Um I chuckled to myself because uh they were they still had signage up for Romaine, but like clearly there were like radishes there instead. Um what when are we gonna get it sorted out with this this Romaine situation? It's it's uh it's covered in E. coli. No, now it's fine. Now all of it's covered in E. coli. Uh no, but wait, it's just the just the stuff from like California. Uh, no, but you should probably avoid all of it anyway. I oof. What's uh what's up with what's up with romaine and why why that specifically? Has has this stuff been infecting other greens? I certainly hope not. Uh romaine romaine's not a bad not a bad lettuce. I I I enjoy it. I enjoy it like in a chipotle bowl. It's been a bummer not having it at Chipotle. It, you know, gun to my head though, if I had to pick a favorite salad green, I'd I'd be leaning more towards like a I I guess spring mix is too safe of an answer. Mm. I, I've I've gotten on board with kale. Um a good a good crisp spinach is good. Once spinach gets like a little like wilty, it's just terrible. Um it's a real quick it's a real quick left turn on the spinach. But uh Oh, uh, frisée is very good. If we're getting a little fancier, anyway, uh, they had a great selection of stuff. The, the fruit was all looking fresh. They had some prepared fruits, and I, I noticed immediately above all of the cases, and running base, this this started in produce and basically ran throughout the entire store. They had uh, various home goods just hanging from the ceiling, like you know, um, like a kitchen knife set or uh, measuring cups. Uh, like a little uh, turkey baster thing melon baller and these these continued for basically everything that you could think of um that you might need in the home that was all just kind of like hanging above you rubber gloves disposable um uh, uh, tablecloths uh, extension cords uh, sc- a screwdriver I mean it is wonderful a, b- a plug for your bathtub. Very impressive, very impressive, great use of the space. So you sneak through this little tiny itsy-bitsy yet, you know, a small but mighty produce section to your right. You've got, uh, as we are going around the, the perimeter of the store, which is tend to, tends to be how I start, uh, you've got some juices and kombuchas. Again, not a lot of space, but they had a good variety. Uh, you know, dairy. Uh, some basic cheeses, uh, the milks and yogurts and whatnot. This is all, this is all doing fine. Uh, and as you sneak around to the back corner they had the frozen food section and the the i was looking at this at the signage and they had a neon sign hanging above the, some of, one of the frozen food cases that i thought said beer and i was like oh that's embarrassing this this like used to be the beer section but they switched things around but the sign stuck but then as i backed up i realized it was saying burr like burr it's cold cuz this is the frozen food section and i'm like that's fantastic i've never seen that before just a little tiny bit of creativity, uh, really, really charmed me. Put a big old smile on my face. But then I looked down and realized that there was a cart full of like um, discarded Christmas decorations uh, that they hadn't moved. Albeit, it was like um, like ten thirty p.m. when I was in the store, which is open twenty four hours. That's a key thing that I need to mention. Twenty four hours this place is open, which is fantastic. Um, But on the Christmas decorations, they did have some holiday decorations up, some nice quaint holiday music playing, uh, and multiple winter holidays were represented there. Uh, They had some Hanukkah decorations. There was a menorah, and I saw they had this inflatable thing sitting on top of uh, one of the dairy cases. It was uh, like a a bear. He looked to be a polar bear, dressed in blue, wearing a yarmulke, and carrying a big dreidel. Um, uh, Are are bears a particular... Hanukkah thing, uh, could someone fill me in on that? I'm not sure. Uh, if so, that's that's uh, it was very cute and it was something that I was unaware of. I, you know, knew what a yarmulke and a dreidel was, but I I, w- I was wondering, or maybe this is like a like a Hanukkah bear thing that I would not have uh, been exposed to with my Catholic upbringing. But I don't know. Uh, there should be a Hanukkah mascot um, in the way that uh, you know we have good old Santa Claus as far as I'm concerned. Uh, anyway, so yeah, the decorations were kinda nice. Um, it, towards the back of the store, along the back wall, they had um, like cleaning products and stuff. They had some scented candles, a good scented candle selection is another weird little plus that I, I like for a grocery store. Uh, in continuing to go around, I got to a, a, a little selection of like uh, crackers and, and stuff, and then uh, turning a corner, on one side of the, like the aisle side, was breakfast cereal. And the opposite side of it, which was the wall of the store, was uh, oatmeal. And what was weird is like, there was a, like a wall that comes up about four or five feet. And then the shelving for the oatmeal on top of it. It's, it was very odd looking and i took a picture of it i'll i'll post it um it's yeah there's just like a bunch of oatmeal and then like birthday cake icing next to it but it i've never seen anything like that it, this is there's and yet I, this, it seems like the kind of thing that i might count against them and it 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 is weird but it's kind of this weird little idiosyncrasy that i sort of enjoy dare i say uh, i thought it gave it a particular charm uh what else oh so as as I continued along that wall, I was brought over to uh sort of like the uh, uh, the you go up with a small staircase into like the deli and uh bakery area, and this no one it was unattended currently, like there wasn't anyone behind the counter um because it was again ten thirty at night, and they probably sent those people home for the day, rightfully so. But you know, a deli counter is good. They had a variety of nice baked goods that you could you could pick from. Some prepared foods was over here. A full cheese display. Um, they had jars of biscotti on the uh on the deli counter, which seemed a little out of place, but I, I I thought was nice. And in the prepared food section, uh, they had a, all these little sandwiches and some salads and stuff. They had a package. Now, I'm not a pickle. I don't like pickles too much. But they had something called Osnap Pickling Company, uh, Dilly Bites. These are fresh dill pickle snacking cuts. Uh, No brine added. Great for on-the-go snacking, it says. Um, Now, like I said, I don't really like pickles, but I know plenty of people who do. And this seems like a great thing uh, if you want to pickle on the go. I will say I made um, a, a, a rather sad purchase from this section. Uh, in uh, amongst the sandwiches, they had um, it was like a, a bagel with cream cheese, like cut in half and like wrapped in plastic. This was probably done earlier in the day, and again, this is like ten thirty at night. And as I was just combing through this, I saw a, a bagel with cream cheese. Mind you, I had already eaten a bagel with cream cheese that day for breakfast, and yet something clicked within me where I'm like, I gotta have this. It was uh, it was. Uh, it was like a a pregnant woman's craving. I just needed that bagel with cream cheese, so I grabbed that and a Fiji water, and I did uh, eat it on the walk to the train um, in, you know, 30-degree weather, um, like a uh, serial killer or something, Uh, just a a lonely man walking down uh, Park Avenue eating a a cold bagel and cream cheese on a frigid night. Uh, So the aisles were... I mean, I don't know that I necessarily need to go into exact detail for every thing, but they had they covered all your basics. What can I say? Um, you know, there's an aisle with a bunch of olive oils, which was great. They had, you know, a variety of baked uh, b- baking supplies. Uh, you had your pastas and pasta sauces. They had a little end cap with, like, European uh, cookies and such, various little biscuits, custard creams... Um, some of those, candy bars, like those English-looking candy bars. Uh, a couple different kinds of marmalades. There's, like, a a ginger preserve, uh, Irish marmalade, um, something called Heinz Salad Cream. Uh, oh, boy, I don't, that sounds, uh salad cream i'm sure that's just like a dressing but because i'm not familiar with it i'm instantly like but you know it's probably like thousand island or something they have vegemite and marmite um if uh you know if if you're looking to try some of that you know what i should have gotten some and i i actually didn't see it when i was in the store i'm only seeing it looking at my photographs now on my phone. And I wish I would have gotten it because I've been thinking about Marmite a lot lately. Because I don't know if anybody's listened to this um, this Bach this big uh, re release uh, remastered uh, White album thing that the Beatles put out. But uh, in a lot of the outtakes on multiple occasions, uh, uh, George Harrison is talking about Marmite in the background, and you can hear you can even say I need a Marmite sandwich, and then Ringo you can hear Ringo for one of them in the back and like I don't like Marmite, and it's great. And uh, I uh, this is the kind of content that I need in um 2018 as a Beatles fan, so um, thank you to Giles Martin for that. So anyway, should, Marmite on the Brain should have tried the Marmite. Uh, what else do we have here? Of oh, the extension cords I already talked about. Uh, decent selection of ice cream, which was, uh, you know, could have been a little better, but, you know, they were, again, they, they made their selections pretty carefully. They had a very impressive beer selection uh, for the size of the store, and... A uh, a little like they didn't have the alcohol, but like mixers and various things that you might use for cocktails, like they had uh, like bloody mary mix. I don't like bloody marys, but you know, good on them for having it. Uh, Like uh, bottles of like roses, lime juice, uh, margarita salt, simple syrup, a creme de menthe, some uh, seltzers. They had um, they had fever tree. Tonic waters and club sodas and ginger beers on sale. These are like the big bottles, two for six. Uh, Fever Tree is a very good brand for for that kind of stuff. So this was um, this was impressive. Oh, I forgot to mention. As far as the neon signs go, I'll I'll post this in the in the thing. Now looking at this floor, it looks a little messy. But bear in mind, this was the end of the day. But in the produce section, they had a uh, neon sign uh, let's see if i can identify these uh, this appears to be a, a radish of some sort a bunch of grapes uh, a couple of the grape lights are out an apple uh, what's next to the apple it looks like a slice of bacon but it can't possibly be that a carrot i think it's a carrot but there's a fan obscuring the end of it so it just looks like a weird squiggle that's obviously a banana a head of iceberg lettuce and then i think an ear of corn uh, this was, there was a skylight above it that, uh, was not lit by the sky for it was dark out, but, uh, I mean, that's, that, that's a hoot and a half right there, that, that neon sign. Oh, also, uh, in the meat section, they had a very, uh, interesting, uh, combination of, uh, uh hot dog fixings, something called, uh, uh, Sabret onions and sauce, push cart style, and uh, specific uh, sauerkraut made specifically for hot dogs. If you like hot dogs with a bunch of uh, a bunch of shit on it, uh, you're all set here. There's also um, Domino's confection confectioner sugar in uh, a cooling case sitting on top of a, and I can't believe it's not butter. Um, which, I mean, why bother with that when you could get Kerrygold? Uh, so. All of this all of this was pretty pleasing. The checkout lines, uh, th- there was a bit of a line because there was only one cashier at the register. Again, it was late at night. No big deal. There was not a lot of um, room on the belt. And so the sense that I got was, based on this location, it's uh, probably people who are not purchasing a lot of food for a large family. You're probably within walking distance of your apartment, so you... You know, you're probably not getting a big haul of stuff, probably a, a bag or two, nothing. You're not going to get anything that you can't carry home quickly and conveniently at this place. And uh, I, I would have to assume, as they say, they're trying to meet the needs of the neighborhood. I, I assume they're catering specifically to like sort, sort of these um, small order shoppers who want quality products at a good variety. I think they do it very well. And the the aesthetic is totally weird and I don't get it, but I'm glad that they are doing it. Uh, I guess due to some of uh, the, the aesthetic things, such as like the weird oatmeal wall, I might have to dock them a little bit and uh, you know, but there was, I don't know. I feel like they made up with it in a, in a, lot, of, a lot of different places. The bagel that I ate was like okay, and I shouldn't, I just shouldn't have eaten it. At the end of the day, it's such a gross thing. I I felt good at the time, but it it was a a gross snack to have at that hour of the day. Very unwholesome uh, to eat a a bagel with cream cheese after noon. (sighs) So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this particular Morton Williams location an A minus. Yeah. Room for a little bit of room for improvement overall, they're doing it well. All right, so thanks again for uh for listening to this episode of uh, Clean Up on aisle fun. Uh, be sure to uh thank you again to the people who have been uh you know putting in the good word at carry gold. Please continue to use the hashtag uh rod for carry gold uh, to see if we can secure me that sponsorship and uh let me know if the, the the courtship challenge works. If any of you maniacs are actually uh dumb enough to try any of that, so um. Uh, we he wouldn't be dumb to try to it. be very funny actually. So anyway, have a great, have a great day. Thanks, bye.